So, Curtis, I was looking over at your horoscope for the day. I don't know if you're somebody who looks at your horoscope on those days. Every day, the New York Post has really? the best horoscope. I guide my life by what's in that horoscope. Remember, wow. remember, Nancy yeah. Reagan, lady in red. That's right. Said to her husband at the time, Ronald Reagan, who was not a believer, do not go to the hotel today to host that meeting. Something bad is going to happen according to your astrological chart. No, it's okay, Nancy. I'll be okay. Hinckley almost killed him. Yeah. Almost, and from that day forward, he left his schedule in the hands of Nancy Reagan, who did it by the astrological chart. Huh. And was she a New York Post horoscope follower as well? I'm not sure. She had her own astrological uh, interpreters, but uh, she believed in it. He became a believer, and I've always been a believer in it. New York Post, first thing I read every day. Well, can I read you yours for today? Oh, I didn't have a chance to do it yet, yes. Okay, it says, find a place where you can be on your own for a while and ponder the meaning of life. You may or may not come up with any meaningful answers, but you will certainly feel more relaxed after giving yourself a break from the chaos of the world. Oh, so you want me basically to go on vacation, something I never do. Wait a second. You just told me that you go by whatever the horoscope says. You say that every day you read it and you follow it. That so it's correct. telling you to take a break, to leave WABC for a period of time. And I guess I'll, she'll let you know in a future horoscope of when to come back oh, to the I radio know. station. Oh, I know what this is all about. I What's know that? what this is. There's a cabal going on here. Everybody's been buzzing. You've been passing this around. Nobody here ever reads the horoscope section in the New York Post, the best thing about the newspaper. But today, it basically says to me, take a vacation. I'll take a vacation when I'm dead because there's nothing else you can do. So don't even push it. And this is all based on your friend Sid Rosenberg because I gave him props as Dr. Sid Rosenberg yeah. because for two months I've been suffering with these sores and scratching. And yeah. he, he said I had scabies, and apparently he was correct. Well, uh, Sidney Rosenberg proved himself today that he is a doctor. He told you what medication to take. This was a while ago. Two months ago. He told you to take the medication. You actually asked me to go look up and see what the side effects were and what it was used yes, for. Yes. You poo-pooed it at the time. I, you said it was nonsense. I was a doubting Thomas. Get it? His trip to Israel, doubting Thomas. Right. Remember? Okay. I was. And this morning on Sid Rosenberg's show, I'm always on, Monday through Friday, 7.05, I had to acknowledge after thousands of dollars spending on all kinds of lotions, potions, new age, holistic, homeopathic, medicinal remedies, seeing every expert in the field, dermatologists, uh, socially, sexually transmitted diseases, so whole nine yards. It turned out that Dr. Cindy Rosenberg was right, and his mother and father, his mother was on with him this morning, yeah. always wanted him to be a doctor. She did. He would have been a great student of Maimonides, the greatest doctor of all time. He knew it right away. You should have listened to him, just like you should listen to this New York Post horoscope that's uh, telling you to no, no, go I'm away sorry. for a time. And, and, and this is, this is uh, at a point in which I wanted to praise you. What's that? Because unlike all of your colleagues mm -hmm. who are like propagandists for the Adams administration, you know, all of a sudden he raided the brothels along Roosevelt Avenue and Corona Elmhurst that he had promised he would do for a year. And you pointed out that nothing resulted from that, right? Do you remember what you said? I, they did. They raided uh, six brothels yesterday. And so you would think they would haul some people away, but they did not. Not only did they not haul away the women, but they did not haul away the people who own the brothels. All those people still out on the streets today. Uh, excuse me. The most important people are the landlords who knowingly rented their uh, buildings. 
uh, as massage parlors that would give you a happy moment in return for a fee, which means uh, houses have ill repute, houses of prostitution. So nothing against the landlords, nothing against the madams, nothing against the pimps. Nothing against uh, the girls, the boys, and the transgenders. See, you left those other two categories out. Uh, Well, I didn't mean to, but yes. Uh, So all those people, free, free, free. Right, to open up again. And by the way, on Roosevelt and 63rd, Roosevelt and 82nd, the the Chica spots are in apartment buildings, uh, homes and basements. These are guys who give out their little cards, tell you where to go to get a happy moment. And then those massage parlors are all open everywhere. So yeah. You know, it's another photo op for Eric Adams. No consequences to anybody involved in the business. And just as I praise you, Noam Layden, as our news director, Uh-oh. I pimp slap you down. What, what did I do wrong? Oh, you couldn't be more effusive in praise this morning for the MTA money-taking agency. It introduced a, a new set of subway cars. Beautiful, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. Could you de- describe them for our yes, listeners? Yes, so there's no doors. It's uh, You can walk the entire subway without opening the door. No dangerous moments. The uh, doors to get onto the subway, the entrance doors, much wider, so people with disabilities will be able to roll right on. Onto the subway, and once you're in, it feels incredibly roomy. So the illegal aliens now that use their children to sell, uh, you know, all kinds of candies, they can just walk right through the car. No problem. There. Emotionally disturbed person will not be boxed into any one car. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> can just go crazy on everybody. <laughs> and more importantly, right. you still not. Yeah, okay. You left out the most important part after spending millions and millions of these state-of-the-art cars, these Caterpillar cars. They can't run on the express track. So That's if you true. notice, if there's a problem on the local track, they ex- they they have to switch over. They switch over to the, they won't be able to switch over. So that means the whole line will be shut down. That is correct. That is correct. So how come you didn't add that to your news account? Well, you know, there's only so much news you can get in in one newscast. No, you were trying to be like Ernie Anastas. Everything positive, positive, positive. <laughs> right. Well, guess what? I'm Mister Negativity, right? <laughs> So, so normally, can we I'll, go back to this horoscope a second that says to go away for a while? Yeah, I know everybody How is it that here. You follow this every day, but on the one day it tells you to leave, you don't follow this uh, horoscope. Sorry, wrong way, Lou Rufino. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere until I'm dead and buried. A station built just for you. Entertaining talk, information, and New York opinions. You are a ball of fire The world famous and American original. Talk Radio 77 WABC and WABCRadio.com. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and rip. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Riffin' Read. The Godfather of the Border Crisis. Has reared his ugly head in the form of Tom Swazi, trying to win back the third congressional district that for years he occupied as a proponent of bringing in all kinds of illegal aliens. Side by side with his Kumbarichich, uh, Andrew Evilize Como, King Como II, the son of Mario Fratia Bruta Como. Both of them savaged ice. We'll get to that momentarily. 
But all of a sudden, uh, Congressman Tom Swazi's feelings were hurt. Justin Ellick, oh. He had a press conference, and he said that his opponent, running on the Republican line, Mozzie, the Nassau County legislator, referred to him as the godfather of the border crisis. That's true. That's true. And then he said it was a slander against all Italian-Americans. I'll get to that momentarily because probably one of the most dimrod interviews I ever heard Tom Suozzi give, because he's one of these pretty boys, you know, spends all of his time coiffuring himself in the mirror, but the guy cannot think and chew gum at the same time. That is obvious. In the Columbus Day Parade, he decided to do a interview with Crackhead Barney. Everybody knows. You know Justin, right? This woman is a crackhead, emotionally disturbed, but Tom Swazi, he sees a microphone and he fights his way to everyone in front of him in order to be the focus of the interview. Hi, how are you? Hello there. Who are you? Tom Swazi. How are you? Okay, cool. So are you running for office? I'm a sitting congressman now. Oh. Really? For what district? The third congressional district on Long Island. Oh, nice. Oh, so that's New York State, not New York City. Yeah. Why are you here today? My father was born in Italy, and I'm here to celebrate Italian-American well, culture. Columbus was a, a white devil. Columbus raped a village. Didn't Columbus pillage the Native Americans? And he was flummoxed. He didn't know what to say. Well, all of a sudden, an organization I have never heard before. Has emerged the Italian-American Democratic Leadership Council. Is that like the Italian-American Civil Rights League that was run by, uh, uh, no, no, that was the Italian-American Civil Rights League, Joe Colombo, right? No, no, it's different. Okay, these are all Democrats. And they said uh, to Mozzie and Mozzie's campaign, when you insult one of us, you insult all of us. And they said that Mozzie, by using the term godfather of the border crisis, which Tom Swazi is, that they demanded an apology and for her to refrain from using that term or other terms similar to it in the future. And to her credit, she doubled down, Mozzie. She doubled down and she said, no, 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 no. He is the godfather of the border crisis. And you know why? Because he was so proud of bragging that he kicked ICE, Limigre, Immigration Naturalization Service, started in the aftermath of the attack on 9-11 in 2003 by Tom Ridge, who became the Homeland Secretary for Bush 43, an organization of law enforcement agents, men and women, who put on bulletproof vests every day and go out and deliver detainers on really bad hombres, sex traffickers, drug dealers, terrorists, the likes, to try to keep us safe and secure. And Tom Swazi was so proud of the fact that he kicked Limigre, he kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. When I was county executive of Nassau County, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County. And all of that is true. All of that is absolutely true, ladies and gentlemen. And I can speak uh, being part bodies 
That's right, on my mother's side, Francesca. The bodies were in the ice business. And that's not the ice we're talking about, ice cubes, blocks of ice. No, no, no. We're talking about these brave men and women, and he's proud of that. And remember, he said that at the same time, 2018, of his butt buddy, uh, Andrew Evilize Cuomo. Like two cheeks of a tuchus. Both of them hated ice. Both of them kicked ice out of their areas. And Andrew Evilize Cuomo not only kicked ice out of New York, but threatened to sue them. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. So you see, as Andrew Evilize Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Fracha Bruta Cuomo. I know you're listening, Andrew. Ascend me to see you provenos facim, and like your father you are. Both of these elected Italian-American officials at that time led the fight against ICE, which meant that they were pro-terrorists, because that just enables the terrorists to get embedded. Uh, it allows the narco-terrorists to come in, uh, the drug dealers, the gangbangers, MS-13, which flooded into Nassau County. And it took the combined work of Congressman Peter King at that time with President Donald Trump and Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General. They flew in on Air Force One. Uh, they met at the federal courthouse in Central Islip in Brentwood, the epicenter of MS-13 activity. And the President of the United States said, hey, all law enforcement agencies, state troopers, county police, local municipal police, everybody better work with ICE. And they did. And as a result, you've heard almost nothing about MS-13. Are they still active? Minimally. They're not like they used to be. They used to lure unsuspecting young males into parks in Nassau and Suffolk County, even in Far Rockaway. And they would use a honeypot, a young lady who would promise them uh, sex. And then they would surround that individual and hack them into a million pieces and leave their remains right there. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen... Tom Swazi as Nassau County Executive and Andrew Evilize Cuomo as Brothers in Solidarities drove ICE out, which just encouraged gangs, encouraged terrorists, and encouraged this vast wave of illegal aliens that is just rushing through the border as we speak. And both are now trying to revise all of that. Andrew Evilize Cuomo keeps writing pieces about, oh, how Biden has to seal the border and yet he never apologizes to ICE. All of a sudden, I'm looking at uh, TV ads of Tom Swazi, in which he actually has the chutzpah, the coulions, the hubris to put a picture of him staring across from another guy who was uh, Limigra, who is ICE, although you know that was Photoshop. There's no one in ICE who would come anywhere near Swazi or Cuomo who hate them and, and have never apologized. So this is a new strategy. So I'm urging all of you, because I cannot go. As you know, uh, I have uh, Dr. Sidney Rosenberg was correct in his diagnosis uh, two months ago. I should have listened to Dr. Sidney Rosenberg. I have scabies. So I'm not going to go into this American Legion Hall tomorrow. But please, if you can go, American Legion Post 1066, 1 p.m. for a rally for Mozzie. And it's more than a rally. you got to commit to door knocking, calling neighbors, friends. Remember, it's a special election, February 13th. 
and a minimal number of people vote in special elections. You cannot let the person who has supported the Biden policy of uh, allowing illegal aliens in along with Cuomo to become uh, the congressman of that third district. So please show up. My my own uh, uh, number one guy, James Perone, will be there to represent me. But we all need to be there for Mazi, really. Whatever whatever differences you have, you got to put aside. And, oh, we have some breaking news. Please, I want a breaking news sounder here. Fresh off the press. Breaking news, WABC. I am going to have my wife, Nancy, immediately do a deep dive. It has come to my attention that a group of somewhat questionable um, individuals will be hosting a fundraiser for Tom Swazi in Jamaica on February 13th. And uh, different names that were floated out there, I'm somewhat suspect. But the one guy... Anaf Alam. Anaf Alam. I'm looking at his Facebook postings. Am I right, Justin Ellick? He has this Facebook posting, and he reposted this Let the Quran Speak piece to his own Facebook page, in which, as you know, that increases views and clicks and traction on that initial post, usually illustrating support for the post message. You have to see this. You have to go to Anaf Alam's Facebook, and he is promoting anti-Semitism and people who speak out against the state of Israel. You know, from the river to the sea, they want it wiped out. And this guy is hosting a fundraiser for Tom Swayze, who's trying to wrap himself in the flag of Israel. What a double disgraziata. And by the way, I'm going to ask Nancy to do a background check for uh, Mazi. Rescued in Ethiopia by the Israelis. Joined the IDF, paratrooper, elite paratrooping force. Met her husband from the Ukraine at Haifa University who became a doctor. And now they live in Great Nick, raising a great family and, uh, most importantly, serving the community. But I know many Ethiopians, uh, Justin Ellick, and Eritreans and Somalians who actually have some Italian in them. Yeah because they were all Italian colonies at one point, so was Libya. And I'm just wondering with a vowel at the end of her name, Mazi, if maybe, just maybe, back in her lineage, there's a little Italian. So what are you going to accuse her of being, Tom Swazi, a self-hating Italian uh, Ethiopian Jew? What a double discretion, what a shanda. Do everything in the world you can, ladies and gentlemen. Support Mazi. I don't care your Democrats, independents. This guy is pro-illegal immigration, just like Andrew Evilize Cuomo, his mentor, who both have insulted ICE, who were proud to kick ICE out. And when they did that, they opened up the floodgates. And now look at the mess that we have. Check this out. It's the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the theme song of Eric Adams, Swagger Man, with no plan, mayor of the illegal aliens. And uh, it's incredible what happened yesterday after his state of the city address at Boricua Community College in the South Bronx. The guy was raising the roof and partying. So he's no longer just a nightlife mayor. He's also partying during the day. Could I hear what he says about his role as a nightlife mayor? You know, I'm a nightlife mayor, and I like to test the product. You know what that means, Justin Ellie. You've been to the clubs. <laughs> test the product. Yo, test my product, man. Test I don't care. You could have a chemical kit. You want you want the spoon. I mean, why would you, why as mayor would you use a term like that that drug dealers use, huh? So there he was at his friend's club restaurant joint, Zona de Cuba, which is right across the street from where he made his state of city address that is owned by that Utredito. I told you all about this guy, that Bill de Blasio Republican, who I crushed in the Republican primary, Fernando Mateo. Now he's an Eric Adams Republican. Tredito and some Republican leaders are saying, "Hey, maybe we could, maybe we could get him to run for mayor again." Go ahead, make my day. I'll crush him again. But he was there, and I posted a video. Did you see that uh, video? Wrong way, Lou Rufino. Oh my God, he's dancing with one of his deputy mayors. I mean, way too friendly. You can see it on my Twitter feed. You can see it on my Facebook feed. This is not good. The deputy mayor is the wife of the chancellor of the Department of Education, DOE, dumbest organization ever. Chancellor Banks. I don't know. Everyone's related to one another in the Eric Adams administration. Chancellor Banks is related to the the uh, deputy mayor for public safety, Phil Banks, who was an unindicted co-conspirator in police corruption. And the only reason he's not in jail is he became a confidential informant, a cooperator. Man, it, it, Justin, I want you to look at this video as he and the deputy mayor are dancing in the middle of the day, like it's a party all the time, like the Eddie Murphy song. And I'm telling you, if I'm Chancellor Banks, I'm going to have a conversation with Eric Adams. What? What? How are you dancing with my wife, the deputy mayor? What? There needs to be a man-to-man talk here. I mean, that just ain't right. That ain't right. Hey, hey, Chancellor Banks, you need to have a little private conversation with the mayor about that. That's embarrassing. But I want to applaud my wife, Nancy, who did a deep dive and unearthed a town hall meeting that Eric Adams had yesterday in an all-black neighborhood amongst uh, predominantly elderly uh, African-Americans. You see, she does a deep dive that, unfortunately, sometimes other reporters don't do, 
because their complexion is not their protection, and then they're going to be screamed at and yelled at, and they want to maintain their McWhitey-Whitey status. During the general mayoral campaign, Eric Adams had uh, made a campaign stop in West Harlem, which is Black Harlem, and he had said the following thing when he was running against me. Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. Can I hear that one more time, uh, wrong way, Lou Rufino? Every day in the police department, I kicked those crackers' ass, man. I was unbelievable. And that didn't surface. The mainstream media made sure that did not see the light of day in the campaign against me, because you know I would have been all over it. Sort of reminds me when Barack Obama had taken that very friendly photograph with Scooey Louis Farrakhan of the Nation of Islam, and the mainstream media buried that, would not allow that to surface in his run against John McCain nor in his run against Mitt Romney, protecting the guy. And so last night, Eric Adams, at a almost all-black town hall meeting, spoke black. You know, it's it's a form of technology. Every audience he's in, he tries to craft his message to the off to the audience. And last night it was an all black meeting, so naturally he did what he does best. He played the race card, talking about the migrant invasion. Look at the cities that this character from Texas is sending the migrants and asylum seekers from. Look at the cities: Chicago. Who's there? Black mayor. Los Angeles, who's there? Black mayor. Houston, who's there? Black mayor. Washington, who's there? Black mayor. New York, who's there? Black mayor. <laughs> you see the hustle? <laughs> and then they want to wait and say, well, you know, when you get them in charge, they don't know how to govern. <laughs> what? When they get in charge, they don't know how to govern? Who says that? I want you to hear, he basically implied that all of us who are criticizing him for welcoming in the illegal aliens are racist. Listen to that. You're going to have to listen, like probably one, two, maybe three times. I want you to listen clearly. And say, well, you know, when you get them in charge, they don't know how to govern. <laughs> when you get them in charge, they don't know how to govern. He's referring to black people. And yet white people have helped elect black people. Barack Obama would never have been president without white votes. Let me hear that again. And say, well, you know, when you get them in charge, they don't know how to govern. <laughs> Who says that? Somebody in the media needs to really question him. Like, yo, yo, Eric, who says that? You said that to an all-black audience. Why don't you say that to a general audience of blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, huh? One more time. And say, well, you know, when you get them in charge, they don't know how to govern. <laughs> Who says that? Who says that, Eric Adams? Oh, man, Nancy smoked him out on this. And then he runs this as if they would do do this to him, just like they did to David Dinkins. I mean, David Dinkins was at fault for many things, but he, he was never welcoming in illegal aliens. I'm going to get us through this, but you need to know what they dropped in my, my, my lap. Same thing they did to David Dinkins. What did they do to David Dinkins? We're going to have to get our news crew on this. They dropped illegal aliens into David Dinkins? This is like revisionism of the worst type. 
And somebody needs to tell Eric Adams, stop playing the race car to the all-black audience, because last time I looked, your friend, the mayor of Denver, you're always referring to the mayor of Chicago and Denver, we're in this together. He's a whitey, a McWhitey whitey. The mayor of Boston is sleeping in Logan Airport now, the illegal aliens, because of the overflow. She's Asian. I can go right on down the list. But see, he cultivates his message. It's called tricknology in the hood based on who he's talking to. When he's with Jews, he tells them, schmucks, putzes, because he wants his shekels and he knows their checks don't bounce. You know, when I retire, I want to retire to the Golan Heights in Israel. Nobody retires to the Golan Heights in Israel. But the stupid Jews, what do they do? They write them more checks. They, they want to believe that crap. And then he's talking about the illegal aliens again that he's rolled the red carpet out for. We could bring down the numbers and stop people from coming in through the front door. We could use those dollars for what we really want to use them on. You see, in the black neighborhood, they are so opposed to all the illegal aliens being welcomed in. So he's saying if we could stop them from coming through the front door. In fact, play that one more time, please. Uh, Wrong way, Lou Rufino. One more time. We could bring down the numbers and stop people from coming in through the front door. We could use those dollars for what we really want to use them on. Which is basically taking care of all of you. But what he fails to say is, I made the mistake. I opened the door. I am the Biden of Brooklyn. I believe in open borders. And I welcome them all. No matter how much I huff and I puff and I say, oh, it ain't right. I haven't done anything to send them back or keep them out. And then he was talking about the prostitution problem that he claimed that he had resolved in Corona and Elmhurst when he closed a few brothels last night. The inspector said, uh, Mayor, all I need is the authorization and the support to get this cleaned up. He went in, he cleaned it up, he did an amazing job, and we're going to make sure that we deal with the prostitution problem that's happening on Roosevelt um, Avenue. No, you won't. He asked you for that last year, a year ago. And so he closed a few uh, bordellos. They arrested none of the prostitutes, none of the madams, none of the uh, individuals who are the muscle protecting the women, the men, the transgenders. And, of course, the people that are most guilty are the landlords who actually rent the space, and they know that it's for the purpose of being bordellos. There's no way it's going to end. It's a photo op. He didn't arrest anybody, and he didn't write out one fine to anybody. Not at all. And then he said that we're in desperate need of having cops because our numbers are so porous, are so are so minimal. And he's right. There is a threat that at some point we may go down to 31,000, 30,000 cops, and we need minimally about 38,000 cops to police this city, all five boroughs, correctly. You have children. We need more police to come on the job. We're getting a lot of people who are retiring. The numbers are decreasing. We want more and more young people to come into the police department. So tell your nieces, your nephews, um, whomever, to you know sign up and take the police test and become a member of the New York City Police Department. And see, that's a good message to an all-black audience. But then he compounds that when he talks about how black cops are prejudiced against. You can't take away as a child um, the being abused by police officers, uh, you know, young man being stopped unjustly. I don't think there is a, an African-American 
uh, Latino young man that grew up in my uh, era that didn't go through this. I was stopped as a police officer while off duty. Uh, the cops would sit around and say uh, what they've gone through and how, you know, they got into uh, experiences. And so I'm not going to allow uh, our police department to be abusive. So if you say something like that, how are you going to encourage anybody to want to be a cop? It's sort of like a double message. We need cops. It'd be great if we can get more African-American cops. It'd be great if the mayor, African-American, could encourage more young men and women to join the police department. But I got to tell you, this guy speaks with a forked tongue. Every time you think that he's turning the corner in a good message, he compounds it with a negative message. And then now he is having to deal with the fact that the Ides of March may be upon him, March 15th. A two Brutus. Andrew Evilized Cuomo, again, in a New York Post article, trying to pave the way for him to become the mayor of the city of New York over my dead body. Andrew Evilized Cuomo, over my dead body. And the thousands of dead bodies that you're responsible for, the way... You basically caused the death of those that were in, in, in harm's way because of coronavirus. And you took them out of hospitals, the elderly, and you put them back in the senior citizen homes, thousands. And your aide de camp, Melissa DeRose, admitted that you lied about the figures. You lied because you feared being potentially investigated by then Attorney General Jeff Sessions and maybe indicted, prosecuted, and sent to jail for that. The blood is on your hands. And then, of course, number one, second to none, is the fact that Andrew Evilized Cuomo, who so desperately wants to have an opportunity to destroy our city the way he destroyed our state, refuses to address the situation in which he called ice thugs over and over since 2018, every chance he had. He said that ICE was the problem, not MS-13, not narco-terrorists, not terrorists themselves, not sex traffickers, not drug dealers. No, no, no. The problem was ICE. New York State is the state that says we will not cooperate with ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. He politicized ICE. They're a bunch of thugs. We said we will sue them if they violate any criminal laws in the state of New York. I hope. That our own Sid Rosenberg, who was uh, making his aliyah to Israel. Who knows? He may not come back. He's just discovered his Jewish roots. He's given the opportunity to interview Andrew Evilized Cuomo, who's always been protected here at WABC. And if only ask him that one question, are you prepared to buck, bow, take a knee, and apologize to these brave men and women in ICE, Immigration and Naturalization Service, who risk their lives every day to protect us against this foreign invasion. It's the Rip and Read. Talking about featuring Curtis Lewa. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Curtis doesn't know about you, but he rips and reads. This is the Rip and Read. On the boats and on the plane. Oh, no, this is like Mariano Rivera. That's his song, The Sandman, coming in out of the bullpen. Say it ain't so, Anthony. Say it ain't so. 
I'm on the shelf for tomorrow's left versus right, four to five. Yeah, listen, the big the big guy wants to come in, the big dog. John Katzenkees coming in for another rumble in the concrete jungle. So you know what that means? We're going to hear a lot of this. Anthony! <laughs> Anthony! But this is going to be a tough week for him. He's roughed me up pretty good the last few weeks. This is going to be a tough week. You've got you got Donald Trump seemingly loses mind. Nikki Haley, I don't know about you, I think she won the primary in New Hampshire, so we're going to be talking about that. And for some reason... I heard you talking about how Swazi wants to, and Cuomo want to keep ICE out of New York. Well, isn't that what Governor Abbott is trying to do in Texas? We're going to talk about that standoff down in Texas, too. We'll see what he has to say from the right perspective, since it seems the Supreme Court says, no, we got a constitution in this country. What would you think, uh, if I can prove this point, because you're a Zionist and you're supportive of Sid going over there Probably and so. discovering his Jewish roots, because, you know, he, he always wanted to be an Italian Supreme Cuisine wearing crucifixes. He, yeah. he used to say to mo- his mom and dad, well, why couldn't uh, we have been Italian, right, Roman Catholic? But there's a guy, I'm going to share this with you, Anaf Alam, who's like one of the hosts of an upcoming Swazi fundraiser in Jamaica, and he reposted... Uh, this message uh, from this, uh, uh, something having to do with the uh, Quran. I want to share it with you. Maybe you can do the deep dive. And it's these two people, they're speaking uh, openly against the state of Israel. They're like pro-Hamas. It's let the Quran speak. Why would somebody repost something unless they wanted other people to see it and hear it? And maybe they themselves This is a that. supporter of Tom Swazi, right? Yeah, he's on yeah, the invitation. He, I, I bet you a lot of these wackadoo left-winger, anti-Israel, anti-Semites, they're going to be voting in this election. But isn't it interesting that I think they have a choice between two Democrats. Is that right? No, Is this no, Mazi woman a, Democrat? Mazi is a Republican, yes. She She's changed her registration. You've come around on this issue? To me, it doesn't matter anymore, to be honest. we got to stop Swazi. Yeah, well, listen, I, I think if, if it, how bad is the Republican Party out in Nassau and in Queens and in a little bit of Suffolk that you can't even find an actual Republican to run on your line? doesn't matter. But uh, when Swazi uh, so proudly said, I kicked ICE out of Nassau County, you know, that's become the number one issue now. Immigration in the nation, not just uh, in this one and only local race that the whole the whole nation will be watching on February 13th. Well, John and I are going to be talking down left versus right because it seems like they're getting close to a deal in Washington. And who's trying to stop it? The Republicans, once again, trying to stop us from fixing a problem.